and we're back on. Hi, thanks for tuning back into another episode of According to Mia. Welcome back. All right, so before I get in with this episode, I do have to point out um, for the past two weeks, I've been working on an EP about Black Lives Matter and everything that's been going on in this world. And it's been quite difficult because unlike episodes where I just talk shit about myself and my life, this one is super highly important and I don't want to mess it up. I want to make sure that the point gets across and I want to make sure that I'm actually educating people and teaching them about the reality and the importance of everything that's been happening. And at the same time, respecting the fact that I can only do so much research and I can only stand for the black people. I cannot understand everything that they've been going through for the past hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's it's been tough working on this episode. I've decided to let it sit for a bit more and kind of see if there's anything else I would like to change about that podcast. So I'm coming out with a different, with not a different, with just another episode that is just easier for me to film. And that's today's episode. And today's episode is an episode about my move to Canada. Why the fuck did I decide to move to Canada? Why Canada? Why did I leave my country? Um, How... My life has been here since I moved to Canada, where my expectations met, everything. Um, It's going to be a longer one, so hang tight, grab some snacks, coffee. I made a big-ass pot of coffee, so (laughs) whatever, whatever, whatever is your cup of tea. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a long one. I just want to make sure that, you know, I talk about everything, so if there's someone out there that's looking for some advice or needs to hear from someone who pulled a plug and moved across the world to start over here you go this one's for you all right so my journey to canada and why i moved it all started when i was 12 and this sounds funny but it's the truth um up until i was 12 i lived a pretty regular creation life of just a girl in a small town doing her thing when i was 12 my grandparents decided to take me on a trip to states to visit my aunt and it was my first time on a plane it was my first time leaving the continent um, and it was epic i mean it's also important for me to point out that those were early 2000s Um, early 2000s which means that Croatia was still very much I mean it is still to this day but especially back then we had we were so old school we didn't have theaters Um, well we had theaters but we had those like old school small room theaters not like Cineplex or anything like that Um, we didn't have Wi-Fi Uh, We still to this day have barely any diversity, so especially then we had none of that. So when I went to States, it was a a whole new world. It wasn't like, 
it was literally seeing things like using wi-fi for the first time going to the movies that had those like stands in front like cineplex has now but back in the day we didn't have that um watching a movie with like in 3d um going to disneyland like all these things and being a 12 year old that was a big fucking deal you know what i mean like imagine just seeing all that for the first time and i wasn't immersed in that culture for a good month and a half one thing that i remember that stood out to me that made me fall in love with states then was the diversity the fact that i came from a country where up until that point i was getting bullied from some people in regards to my tan skin and the fact that i was always darker than everyone else in my school and then i would go to a country that has people of all colors and people dressed differently and people with like just doing their own thing and that diversity was beautiful to me even though i was a kid i thought it was amazing i was like holy shit there's a whole world out there and i'm stuck here in this little fucking country where people shit on me <laughs> but that's kind of how it was and i came back and as soon as i came back i was like mom fuck croatia fuck it i'm just kidding i didn't say that i couldn't curse my mom would have slapped the shit out of me but i said mom i don't want to live here anymore i want to move to america i want to go live with my aunt that's what i want to do and she was like you're literally 12 shut up so then i waited i finished elementary school and then i was like okay it's high school now i want to go now i'm old enough i can just go to high school in states i could not but i just thought that i can just go and live with my aunt and just enroll in school which maybe i could have but i don't think so mom was like no you're too young and then I had this idea that I'll just finish three years of high school back home and then finish the last year in States, which at that time there was actually a program that would allow you, I don't even know if it still exists, but it, back then it would allow you to go and get your last year of school in States. So that was the plan that I had, but then, um, like a side note of my childhood and my life in general, especially back then, was not the perfect life. Um, it was quite difficult. I struggled a lot with some of the demons um, that I had and my relationship with my mom and stepdad was not great. So it all kind of came to a halt around second, third year of high school. So I was like 16, 17 and my life situation changed drastically then I, I moved out of my mom's house i started living with my dad so the whole plan of actually going to states then kind of fell apart um and i barely managed to finish high school in croatia let alone finish it somewhere else so my plans changed again and then after i finished high school i was like okay this is it i'm 18 now i don't need to ask nobody for permission I'm gonna move to states now, perfect time, no point for me to go to college in Croatia, I'm not gonna stay here, whatever. I applied for an au pair program to go and be an au pair for a year in states, which if you don't know, it's just like a nanny program where you create a profile, um, 
family if they like you they interview you and then you move essentially move in with them for a year um, you take care of their kids um, you drive them to school pick them up whatever and that was my plan but initially I thought that that process is gonna take way less than it actually took and I thought that I was it's gonna take me less time to find a family that I feel like was a good match for me and that wasn't the case so then what happened was the longer that process was taking, the more pressure I was getting from my family in terms of them being like, just go to school, get higher education, it's important. And again, back then, even now, going to university or college was like the most fucking important thing in Croatia. Like, I don't even know if I know anyone who didn't go to university or college after high school. So they were really pushing me to do that. Um, it is important to note that it's not just that I didn't have good grades in high school and that my chance of getting in any school was very slim. It was also the fact that I did not have any interest. So when they started telling me that I had to go to university, I was like, but which university? I have no fucking idea what I want to do and I'm not really interested in anything at this point in my life so what do you want me to do um i was young i fell on i fell under pressure i just kind of crumbled <laughs> i after months of them kind of just being like you're because at that point i was 18 i was living at my dad's house i was working and i my life literally consisted of working being on a computer staying up to like four in the morning going to sleep working and that was it and they just they didn't get jiggy with that <laughs> yeah so i fell under pressure i was like okay whatever fuck obviously this america thing is not panning out now i'm just gonna enroll in school i ended up going to this private university in capital city of Croatia, zagreb um just because it was like the only thing that remotely interests me and yeah so i moved to zagreb those four years end up being the best years of my life um in terms of like the people that i met the experiences that i had i would not change it for anything but reality of it all is the fact that i did not go to <laughs> i did not go to university because i wanted to i went to university because i was pressured to do it so i did it and yeah um there i was doing my university uh didn't have it easy it was like i said the best years of my life but at the same time it was not a typical university experience um, i did not have money i had to work and yeah it was challenging but it definitely helped me become a person that I am today and I'm super thankful for that uh, but yeah and then the closer I was to finishing my school the thought of me actually going to states now was like okay well now I'm old enough I'm not a kid anymore um, nobody should be worried about me going anywhere after I get a degree because I'm gonna be what 23 years old then but then it became kind of eminent that states are not really 
uh, a viable option anymore due to the fact that a their visa processes changed drastically. Um, they had Trump and the to be frank, this, the country was kind of going to shit. And the more research you actually did on the states, you would actually realize that, yes, maybe back in the day, they were the country, the land of the free and like the land of opportunities. But now they're just a, the, my favorite saying for states is they're just a third world country with a Gucci belt. And that's the... <laughs> the reality of it of it all i did a lot of research in regards to moving there and then i started reading about the healthcare the job market the getting a job holding a job the cost of living all these things and i was just like yeah this doesn't really seem like even if i could go there why would i wanna so then i looked into canada and i realized that they actually do have higher standard of living, they do have better opportunities, more pay, less people, easier way to get a visa and whatever. So I was like, okay, Canada is a better option. I, I decided to start my process of applying um, at the end of my third year of university. And I only had my thesis to, uh, to finish and then I was done. So I was like, okay, the process, so the process to get a working holiday visa, which is a one year long open work permit for Canada is pretty straightforward. You create a profile online. You like you create a profile, you send it off. And then it's essentially a random pool where they take out names and then you can literally get an invitation to apply after a month, after three months, after six months, after 10 months. It just kind of depends on how lucky you are. So my expectations were that if I apply in like December, it's gonna take at least six months till I get invited. And then I'll just, out in those six months, I'll be living in Zagreb, finish my thesis, go back home for the summer, and then leave after the summer. But I got, drafted literally within a month and a half so i was drafted in like january end of january and i realized that like okay i could potentially leave pretty soon i just have to buckle down and finish my thesis and at that point i was really just ready to to leave um i just it was like something that i wanted to try for like my whole life and it was just time so I moved back home, finished my thesis, and my whole visa process actually took, so from the day that I applied to the day that I was on a plane to Canada, it was about five and a half months, which is insanely fast. Um, just to give you a bit more insight into the whole process, after they draft you from the pool, you literally have to do a bunch of things like um, get a criminal record check. Um, I think nowadays you have to even get a medical. Um, send them like pictures. Um, translate your criminal record check on English and French and then pay for the visa costs and then they process that and then they essentially just send you a piece of paper which is your point of entry letter, which is the letter that you fly into Canada with. And then on, on the border, they give you a work permit. 
and that's about it. And you have to have like a health insurance for the whole duration of the of the permit, plus a certain amount of money to enter the country so they can be sure that you can take care of yourself while you're, while you're there. But all in all, in comparison to like states or some other countries, it's a very simple, straightforward process. So I finished my thesis. Um, I went to school to complete it all first week of May and then the second week of May, literally a week after I was on a plane to Canada. Thinking back, <laughs> I wasn't, there, was, there wasn't really a reason for me to get the fuck out as fast as I did. I did that because I wanted to, but was there a reason for me to like leave a week after, after I graduated? No. Could I have stayed longer? Yes. Could I have stayed and worked for the summer and just stayed home for a bit and saved more money? Yes. Was I annoyed with my family and just wanted to leave? Yes. So it's important to know that besides the whole thought that I wanted to move to Canada because it's been this like expectation and dream that I had since it was since I was 12, it, it was also very much driven by the fact that I was upset with my family and that I didn't have um, just was not enjoying myself there so yeah so my one of the biggest reasons behind me leaving as fast as I did was just the fact that I just was running away from my life and my past and some relationships and heartbreaks and all of that um which doesn't take away from the fact that I actually wanted to move to Canada it just made my wanting a bit more rash and my just move there was not really like a a super detailed plan move it was up oh, got my visa got to go and so i did i moved to canada in may of 2017 while knowing literally two people there um I had a friend that I met through a Facebook page of Croatians that moved to Canada and she was nice enough to help me with some questions that I had about the visa process and then we also met for coffee while she was visiting uh, back home and then when I came to Canada I saw her in Toronto and we became close and she was like my only friend there. And besides her, I had Nathan, and me and Nathan met online uh, about six months before my move to Canada. And we actually became pretty close friends. Um, we were always friends at the beginning. Um, I mean, there was always feelings there, but at the same time, he was my uh, big support system. He knew that I was wanting to move to Canada, and he was a great friend um, to me to just kind of like be there for me and also it helped me a lot to know that when I come to Canada, I'm going to have him there. So the decision that I made was um, to move in with him, um, even though we had some feelings there, but at the same time, we didn't know each other because we met online. So we made a decision to kind of just be roommates and we rented a two bedroom apartment 
because we didn't know how our relationship is going to progress if we're going to stay friends and just be roommates or if we're going to you know if it's going to turn into something uh more than that but it kind of was just the fact that he was also moving out of his parents house and starting over and he knew that i was coming by myself from a different continent and he just wanted to be a friend and help me out at those first few months and it's funny because a lot of people don't know this and when i left my country i heard a lot of you know talks about uh, i don't know like nathan was taking care of me and like paying for everything and which is completely false nathan was literally like a kid the same age as i was and just starting his life um working for his dad moving out of his parents place and i was just a girl coming to canada to try to find work and figure out my life and what i want to do and we were just friends to each other before anything else we were just really really good friends and we both really wanted for the other person to su- succeed and you know make something out of themselves so even though it was very stressful for my parents knowing that i'm moving in with someone that i've never met before i had a good feeling about it and luckily my instinct was on point um but yeah so we moved in together which made my life a lot easier because i didn't have to spend a lot of money on rent and it helped me a lot with kind of taking a bit of a stress off of my shoulders when it comes to looking for work because um obviously when you when you're sharing rent with someone it's way cheaper than just you know living by yourself and spending a lot more money on rent. But anyways, um so yeah. Moved to Canada. We moved into an apartment, basement apartment, an hour and a half outside of Toronto. And my life there started. So the first few months obviously were just a lot of exciting um things happening, you know, I visited Toronto, I visited a few towns around, I traveled a bit, I went shopping. I was just like really immersing myself into the whole North American culture. Um but then, you know, I had to I found a job, I started working and my life kind of you went on a course of like a typical routine 9-5 working, living, whatever. My first year in Canada was pretty good. I mean, my expectations were high and a lot of things didn't pan out how I wanted them to, but I was able to get a job. I was able to make enough money to, you know, pay for my bills, be able to buy things for myself, be able to go places and then also save some money, which was essentially all I wanted. but a lot of things when it came to like socializing, meeting people, um making friends and stuff like that, that really didn't turn out how I wanted it to. And I think that's the biggest takeaway for me and the biggest advice that I can give to someone is when you're moving somewhere and you're 
essentially starting over, make sure you know what your core values are. Are your core values a career, um, building a family, um, socializing, traveling? Like, what is something that is, what are your priorities? What is the most important thing? What is something that you live for, that you work for? And just make sure you know those things. And then make sure you know that the country that you live, you're moving to, those things that are important to you are easily accessible there. To be honest, before I moved to Canada and started my life there, I, I wasn't mature enough to actually know what is it that I want from life because at that time I really thought that just getting a really good job and making a lot of money was what's gonna make me happy and was what what I needed because I spent a lot of my life struggling with money and struggling with um, being able to afford things so I just thought that's what I need that's what I'm missing and it didn't take me that long to get to that point where I was able to you know, make money, buy things, say, travel, do things. And I quickly realized that I'm still missing something and that is not giving me what I wanted. So it's just important that you know yourself well enough to know what is it you need and what is it that's going to make you happy because we're all different. So what happened to me is I quickly realized that I'm missing a big part I'm missing the culture that I'm used to. I'm missing the hanging out with people, going out, spending a lot of time with friends, um, having deep conversations, being able to meet someone and click and like become super close right away. That's something that here is much harder to obtain. And I've met a lot of people that are not from Canada that kind of have the same views on it is people here are super polite and friendly and generally nice but a lot of time to me personally that politeness rubs me the wrong way because it almost seems fake i'm more used to because maybe it's just the fact that i'm more that type of person where i'm just yeah you're probably not gonna put me on the top of the most polite people list (laughs) but i'm always kind of honest and blunt and I say what I mean I say what's on my mind and I speak my mind and I'm not really trying to like um yeah what's the word I'm, I'm not trying to like um make myself sound better than I am type of thing and here people are a bit more tactful and like they think more about what they're gonna say and how they're gonna say it and it kind of all comes out like super polite but it doesn't seem real and when it comes to making friends people don't prioritize friendships and hanging out with people and socializing as much as career progression and finding a partner and buying a house and starting a family and people start to prioritize that here much sooner than people back home do and it makes it that much harder to find friends and create friends groups especially if you're living in a smaller city and there's not like a big uh, community of people outside of Canada that are not from Canada 
Um, so yeah, so I learned that pretty quickly. I learned that that everything kind of revolves around money, career, and then again, people when they they find a boyfriend, girlfriend early on in their twenties, and then they just buckle down, start living with that person, and that's kind of your life. And I'm guilty of it too. I mean. Me and Aiden been together for three and a half years, and our life is pretty much each other plus our own individual hobbies on the side and working, and that's it.、Um, but I quickly realized that that's not all that I need, and I realized that I would rather have more of friends and more of socialization and more more of like that culture rather than. Having the best paying job and having the best career and having the most money out there. So yeah, I guess to wrap up this whole EP,、um, it is important to note that I did achieve everything that I wanted to. So my past self, when I was in college and university, I wanted to get to a point where I have a good job. I wanted to get to a point where I can afford. Traveling and afford, you know, sending money to my younger siblings, afford to buy clothes that I want, afford to live in a nice apartment. I did all those things, and it did help me get to a point where I am today, where I can truly say that being able to achieve these things was amazing because it was a major thing、um, that I wanted in the past, and now that I do have it, and now that I am more mature, I can definitely say that. Having those things makes me feel really good, but I can definitely tell that things that I really truly need in life and things that I know that are quite important to me and are gonna remain important for the rest of my life are things that are personally somewhere else. With that all being said, I believe that moving to Canada was the best decision that I could have made for myself, and this is why. What I always advise to people is the fact that. Taking a year or two or three out of your life in your twenties and moving across the world can never be a bad decision, because no matter what happens in those few years, you're gonna learn so much about yourself. You're gonna meet people. You're gonna have experiences. You're gonna become more independent. You're gonna be more resilient. You're gonna improve your character no matter what. No matter if those years end up being the most successful ones or the biggest failure, you're just gonna come out stronger than ever. And I think that's super important. And I also think that's what your twenties are there for. So if you're thinking about moving somewhere, do your research, but also do it. Because what's the thing? What's the worst thing that can happen? You can hate it. You can have a year. You can learn a lot, and then just go back and start over. And that's completely fine. So my advice is always just to do it and kind of take your chance and see what happens. Obviously, Canada didn't pan out to be the country where I'm gonna build the rest of my life in, and it's not the country where I'm gonna, you know, have a family or stay forever. But it's the country that gave me lots of work experience, taught me a lot about myself, and brought me to my person. And those three things are so incredibly important, and I would never ever change them for anything else. It wasn't easy; it was very challenging.、Um, I've often felt super lonely, obviously being away from my friends and family. 
but at the same time i've again i've came out out of it so much stronger so i guess to conclude this whole thing i want to leave you with a few tips and tricks on you know life in canada and if you're planning on moving here what to do first of all if you're someone who's thinking to move to canada please feel free to reach out to me send me a message and you can ask me any questions that you have second of all join a bunch of facebook groups um, about people either from your country or in general that moved to canada or are moving to canada there's a lot of those on facebook and in general online and can be very helpful to meet people and to also ask for specific advice from people that are doing the same thing or are already done the thing third like i already mentioned um, be in touch with what your core values are and what your expectations are out of this move because that's super important it's super important to know what you're really looking for and to know if that thing is actually attainable where you're going don't be so hard on yourself don't expect too much out of yourself because keep in mind that moving somewhere anywhere by yourself is gonna take a strain on your life a bit and it's gonna take a while for you to you know maybe get a job or get settled in or just get adjusted to culture so yeah that's sort of few things that i feel like are the most important things to think about before moving anywhere but that being said i am just one person and this is just my experience and my point of view so what i've decided to do is turn this episode into more of a series and over the next uh, few months interview a few people that did the exact same thing left their home country and moved somewhere else just so you guys can kind of hear different perspectives and different opinions and different experiences. Everyone goes through different things. Everyone has different expectations. So it's going to be amazing to hear how some of my friends and people that I know went through the same exact thing. It's going to be very exciting. I'm personally looking forward to it a lot. I think it's going to be helpful, not just for the people that are wanting to move somewhere else but also for the people that did it and are maybe struggling a bit or just kind of want to see how someone else coped with some things that they're going through i hope you're going to tune into it and again i really appreciate your guys support and just listening to everything that i have to say um thank you so much and yes last episode i did forget to plug in the song of the day as well as the quote of the day So for the quote of the day or week or whatever, I don't have anything super serious. The literally my quote is as silly as it sounds, it's just do it. Do it is just, it's so easy. It sounds so simple and sounds somewhat silly, but it's important. It's important sometimes to kind of be fearless and just go straight to the wall and do what makes you afraid and give it a shot that's all you can do and for the song of the week this week i'm gonna go with my wonderful boy (laughs) harry styles 
literally if you haven't listened to harry styles album fine line go ahead and give it a listen i don't know which rock you've been living under but you should definitely give that whole album a listen fine line by harry styles big plug amazing voice amazing songs i think you're gonna love it again thanks so much for spending another afternoon with me i really appreciate it my name is mia and this is according to mia and we're out bye